And my, oh my, what a week that's been. Yes, I'm Melanie Walker here in Johannesburg and Jenny Baxter is standing by in Antibes in France. And we're going to let you know about a whole bunch of things. And we have a surprise coming up at the end of the show, so don't miss that one. Jennifer Baxter. Hello. You're wearing a, you're wearing a polo neck. Is it getting a bit chilly in France? It is. I, can, I mean, it, it, oh, yeah. I, I went out really early this morning for a coffee, but for sure, it's definitely getting cold. And there's, and there's snow on the mountains. So Snow on the mountains. My goodness. It felt like there was snow on the mountains outside Johannesburg over, earlier this week, over the weekend. I actually put the heater back on again no. and thought, why have I packed away my jersey? <laughs> it <gasps> was I cold. Saw, and I saw your stun, or not your personal, but stunning photos from the half felt of the lightning, some huge storm you had <sighs> this week. Amazing. We're having a lot of big storms at the moment. I mean, it's like the house being sm- people down the road. Their their pole outside got whacked by lightning. I had almost a thunderbolt coming through the house, which has happened in my house before. Usually down the, the telecom lines, which is so bizarre. But anyway, it's been a week, and it's if only you could get all that electricity. Oh, wouldn't that- back to the future? <laughs> Here we go. Michael J. Fox to the rescue with a thing catching oh, this lightning strike. Yeah, it's like a nuclear blast. What can we say? So can. Can you believe today, yes. the Wednesday, the 1st of December, last day of school for matrix around the country? <gasps> Your twins. It's the, the I did the school run for the very last time today. It's I'm like, what am oh. I supposed to do now? Isn't that just so strange oh. that your life has been predicated by this kind of um, routine that you have every single day of your life? Now, now what? I didn't think about that. I know you've been through it already and you have kids out of school. Your twins are out of school. Mine, are, and this is they're going to be their first day out of school, which is fantastic. But also, I think it's a little different for me because my kids, because we live in Antibes, they would either walk to school or catch a bus to school. Mm-hmm. So, so I've never had to do those. School you know, runs. New, yeah. Which yeah. you don't want to be doing in Johannesburg. So I'm quite happy about that. I don't have to get irritated with all the bad driving first thing in the morning, which really puts me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Actually, no, it doesn't because I just chill out and tell myself to get a grip. Anyway, and so music. you're um, But, but you know music, what yeah. also, if this makes you feel optimistic, is your kids don't actually leave home straight away. No, I know. And- <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, aren't, they aren't going to be because, I mean, the whole travel thing at the moment is still up in the air when it comes to this new variant, Omicron. I just wanted to know what happened to all of the other Greek letters that just got left out. I mean, we went, we went from Delta to Omicron. What happened to, you know, we had Gamma, Delta. What about Epsilon, Zeta, Eta, Theta, Yota, Kampa, Lambda, Mu, Nu? And then Omicron. What happened to all the others? I want to just know. Um, I don't know. I have heard that two got missed out, perhaps deliberately. It's only two that got missed out because they had Cs in them or, or things that you know, so there, so there was that report, but perhaps some of the other names were designated to less serious uh, variants because, you know, there's three types. Mm. There's the variant that's being monitored. Mm. There's the variant that's interesting. <laughs> I um, love it. Interesting. <laughs> and then there's the variant of concern. Okay. So, um, Go and get vaccinated. I found it very heartening when I was going around. I had to go to a couple of places yesterday and I saw so many people going in getting vaccinated. I think that's because of the, you know, the school holidays are coming up and we don't want to go into a heavier lockdown. We don't want to have provincial travel suddenly locked down as well. We don't want the bottle stores closing. So, you know, this is one of the things. All we can say about Omicron, of course, is that 
Well, we don't know. So we're not going to mention too much about it because it changes on a daily basis when it comes to travel, especially. Exactly. Um, It it has impacted me, though, because we were all going across to London for Christmas. And now we have to go into isolation for a couple of days. Well, at least two days. Then you have to do your test, your PCR test. And then you have to wait for your result before you can get out of isolation. So I'm a little worried, you know, that they're going to be backlogged and and I'm going to go to London just to sit indoors for two weeks or uh, so. No. Yeah, so we're, we're all impacted by it. Oh, lordy. Um, I did see a lovely tweet that Tulio de Oliveira, you know, the professor who made the announcement, mm-hmm. he said in the last 24 hours, where he said, let's hope Omicron is a, is a pussycat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and if South African scientists, if you find another strain, please don't sit there going, hey, look at me, look at me, just be quiet. Well, no, no, no. no. I think that, no, you know, I the don't. US, I know you're joking, but, you know, the US <laughs> Secretary of State, Piers Morgan, you know, so many people, I don't know why I'm putting those two in the same category, <laughs> but well-known people around the world have praised South Africa mm. for the transparency, for the, the research, etc., etc. Personally, I think that there should be a proper procedure followed in future. I think that, you know, to only announce four days later that, oh, actually, none of the cases have been too severe. Perhaps that should have been said in the initial announcement, because the initial announcement did scare everybody, which caused that knee jerk reaction. And, you know, but no, anyway, no. anyway, moving so on. So they can, they can just go away. Right. Okay, so now your news for expats. I see you've got something here with the DA help desk. What's that all about? Yes, so related to all of this, there are South Africans around the world, including even in South Africa, like people who need to get to Rwanda, who, you know, Rwanda's also put a travel mm-hmm. ban on South Africa. So South Africans around the world who can't get, back home, back to their places because of travel bans. You know, Darren Bergman, he really is a trooper. As, as I told you last year, I dealt with him a lot. You know, at midnight, Saturdays, Sundays, he, mm. he did everything he could because of his DA access, you know, to Durko and other important important well, department. Yes, he is the, the shadow minister for the DA for in, um, international affairs. So, yeah, he, exactly. he would have his finger on the pulse of everything. So he has launched again, the email address is traveldesk at da.org.za. So if you or your family members are stuck anywhere in the world and need help, please try Durko first. Please try your travel agency first. If you are desperate, then the DA will try and step in to help you. Fantastic. All right. What other, what other news have you got for people who are listening in? Okay. So, so all around the world, South Africans really have rallied to support South Africa. Mm-hmm. You've had people in London who've been wearing Springbok jerseys and speaking with very strong South African accents to just let everybody know we're loud, we're proud, and, you know, and, and in South Korea, same thing. And Hayley Reichert, who I've mentioned before, she's possibly the most passionately, proudly South African in London. She has launched a campaign. It's called Hashtag to SA with Love. Mm-hmm. And she's asked everybody to help because the travel industry and tourism suffers the most in yeah. South Africa. Within two days, David Frost, the CEO of SATSA, they, they did a survey, a snap survey of over 600 um, members. Mm-hmm. 
And within 48 hours, they had lost almost a billion rand in cancellations oh. between now and March. So, um, so, so Haley, she's she's working, she's trying to work with SA Tourism and more people to try and get this campaign off the ground, which will be that that companies in South Africa can have vouchers that mm. are hashtag to SA with love, and people overseas or wealthy people in South Africa can buy vouchers for their friends in South Africa so that South Africans get traveling. South Africans go to all these places. Mm. South Africans go out for dinner or to parks or, yeah, or whatever. Which is what I've been saying all along is like, yeah. you know what? We have a world of countries in our country. So get out there and actually enjoy yeah. it. And let's but try and build it. some people can't afford it. Some, people can't afford some of the places it. So are very expats, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So if expats have any extra money, please send it right now extra Christmas presents, early Christmas presents to your friends and family. And then the friends and family who get these, if, if they have more than enough money and, and can take other friends in South Africa with mm. them, go on social media, post photos of the beautiful places in South Africa that you visit, which will make everybody else miss SA. Hashtag it. And, and if possible, even put masks on of your friend who, who sent the yeah. donation. Fantastic. Okay. I like that idea. Right. Uh, um, I see that the rhinos are, are being looked up. If there's a ban on travel to Rwanda from South Africa, how are they going to get city white rhino up there? Lucky they got them there oh, just did they? before okay. the ban was imposed. Yes, yes. So, I mean, it's amazing. Pinda and Beyond Pinda Private Game Reserve, mm-hmm. they have been so good with their rhino over, over the last 10 years that they were now able to send 30 up to Rwanda. Rwanda has a game park that has now, you know, since I think 2010, has just turned things around. Their security is super tight. So in order to preserve the rhino because of poaching, this is a a really, 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 really good idea. 30 Mm. of them have been sent there. They're being monitored. And it's, you know, it's fantastic. Pinder is, is helping save this iconic species. So well done to them for all the work. And a huge thank you to Howard Buffett, you know, uh, Warren Buffett's son, mm-hmm. who yet again has financed this entire oh, thing. Awesome. Well done to his him. His foundation. Thank yeah. you for that. He's already done a lot in, in the Kruger. You know, it's, it's, it's wonderful when you get a super wealthy person who really loves animals. So. Yes, we know a few who come from South Africa who should be doing the same. Anyway, on to other things with um, people in America. That I mean, the oh, geez, this thing this week that's done the rounds on social media with the Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Really, did he not take geography at school? What was he thinking? <laughs> so, so, you know, it turns out, though, that 50 South Africans this year... 50 South Africans and people from Southern African countries mm. have apparently illegally crossed the border. From where? Mexico? Yes. So, so I don't know where. So I've, I've sent them a list of questions asking where did they, you know, how did they get to Mexico in the first place? Were they flying to Brazil? Because I don't think there's no direct flights from South Africa no. to Mexico. So, so I have sent them the questions, but they sent me proof that there, there have been 50 illegal Southern African migrants. But that's been happening for years for him to suddenly go, you know, oh, no, know. no more traveling from South Africa coming into South and because they've been crossing the border illegally for years. But not like the Mexicans have, darling. No, <laughs> and it was, I think it's been 18 this month. So that's what he was, yeah. he was worried about. But, but, you know, reading everything, his hatred 
is not for South Africans. It's for Biden. He was yes, just no, trying to have a go there. But you know what was so embarrassing is that, is that I said to them, I said, you know, you've really embarrassed the, and I called him the ambassador instead of the governor, because you you said from South African countries, and I said, you know, there's no such thing as South African countries, it's Southern African, because people, yeah. you know, on Twitter were going mad about it. But I went and made my own little typo by, by <laughs> calling him the ambassador. So it was like they were, so anyway, they have apologized. It was Look, the press think, secretary who made the mistake. I think to make a deliberate mistake like that to them is a very good idea, considering they made it. I just love the fact that on social media, there's already been the whole thing with the road signs on the highway, where it says Johannesburg and then Texas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and also, and and also, I love the Americans who were saying to the governor, um, you know, if South Africans can actually make it all the way across and into Mexico, you know, swim across the Atlantic to Mexico and. <laughs> They deserve I think to be we there. Let them in. <laughs> yes. We need people like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh. What else have you got? Um, well, some fabulous news, which is, you know, our favorite South African chef, Jan Hendrik, yeah. who I went to his restaurant last month in Nice, the, the Michelin star restaurant. Well, he just won this week uh, in Paris a really prestigious award for the little restaurant that he's opened in the Kalahari. The, oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, Klein Yan. So, so Klein Yan was named the world's best hidden gem. Oh, so, awesome. Isn't that fantastic? So now people will put that on their bucket list. And, and I don't know if you remember last time I said Yan told us that Klein Yan is the kind of place you go for Sunday lunch. You yeah. make it a day, go for a roast. And um, so I hope lots of South Africans go do that now. But if it's that hidden, how are we going to find it? I'm joking. I am joking. In the middle of the Kalahari. We'll go and eat some game. It has a springbok. Yeah. There was a word. I've got to think of what the word was the other day. That I thought, we don't use that anymore. And it was one of those words that was like, you know, not lacquer, but I'll, I'll think of the word. We were talking about Afrikaans words not so long ago. And I'll, I'll find it. And it was related specifically to this, but I can't remember what. Okay. What else have you got? Postcards. Uh, Sending postcards to school in Spain. What's that? Yes. There's a South African expat at a school in Spain. And she's trying to teach her students about snail mail you know how things used to be oh post yeah like the postal service we don't have in south africa okay (laughs) that thing yes so so her 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 call out is to south africans everywhere in the world so south africa she would love for people in south africa to try but um if your post isn't working other other south africans around the world just go to postnet postcards and it's also just showing a little bit of care connection it's it's just a, a feel good and then I just wanted to also do a shout out to another expat, Lorraine Blau in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. who she was contacting us, the Dutch ambassador in Cape Town, the security in the Netherlands, everybody, until four in the morning. She single-handedly, because she has a, she has a Facebook page for people in Europe who miss their family. Yeah. Um, because of the lockdown, you know, so because we've been heavily locked down too. Mm. And so a lot of EU people have missed out just like you guys have. So she has a lot of contacts because of the page. And she's the one who managed to get 
some blankets to those um, 364 passengers from KLM who were stuck at Schiphol Airport mm -hmm. until four in the morning, and she managed to get them sandwiches. So, yeah, she... Okay. Well, good good for you, Lorraine. Well done. <laughs> oh, and by the way, talking about people on Facebook, don't forget another good friend of MP Darren Bergman is Kim Kerr, who has um, set up that Community Circle essay exactly. on Facebook to help people with the latest information regarding travel. So, although we're not talking about it, you can go and find it there. All right, so let's find some talking about airbuses, well, airplanes. I, I always think of airplanes as being airbus because that's what I used to fly when I was a hostie, not actually as a pilot, but a hostie <laughs> on the pilot. So I saw that one from Cape Town has landed in Antarctica. Why? Yeah, it and, was and, warm and I've been trying to get hold of White Desert, um, who'd run tours down there, but they're just not responding to me at the moment. I want to talk to them on Mansfield today. So this is the first time that an airbus has landed in Antarctica. Yes. Yes, and it's and the video um, we we had it because of Reuters. Thank goodness, it's just just divine. It, it's gone totally viral. Really worth watching. It's you know it's spectacular to mm -hmm. see this huge plane landing on blue ice. Basically, mm. it's white, but they call it blue. I always think that it's just going to like slide off the edge. It's like coming into Hong Kong Airport. You know, one of those things. Yeah, very uh, merry. But while um, we're on ice, what what what's this about an ice cream guy? Oh, that's, that's a guy, he's like a legend in Bloberg, Bloberg mm -hmm. Beach, he sells ice creams, but he's always giving ice creams away because there's always children who are crying and whose parents don't have any change or whatever. So he's given away so many and he's been there, I think for over 40 years. So everyone from Bloberg knows him. And there was a girl who, who always thought to herself, I really want to help him, you know, and then the universe conspired. One day, he just happens to knock on her door because he, no. yeah, he couldn't get a taxi home or something. Oh. And he knocked on her door randomly and she just realized, you know, how much he's struggling because of the pandemic. He hadn't been able to sell so much, blah, blah, blah. And he's over 70. Not that that's that old. Uh, sorry, people. And, uh, <laughs> no, 70 is the new 50, yeah, remember? But, but for him, you know, to be pushing this ice cream thing every day for over 40 years. So anyway, she's got the locals involved. She got on Tobacco Buddy. And everybody's raising money for his pension. So it's really Aww. beautiful. Really, 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 really beautiful. Well done, you lovely South African people. Yeah. Okay, well, at least we are nice, lovely South African people, especially those who live down at the beach. And talking about beaches, of course, one of the biggest stories, apart from COVID variants, has been this whole thing with Shell. And we did discuss it last week that the petition had um, actually been addressed to the wrong department. department. And also that um, the South African government said that they're not taking any notice of the petition, which has been organized by org.change because it's not a South African petition, even though it's people from all over the world. So there's a new petition which has been put into place, which is um, to the Minister of Fuel uh, and Energy and Affairs, energy. Mineral and Energy Affairs, and that's Mantashe. Yes. Um, so that's where. So look out if you want to get on board and say the hell with Shell or to hell with Shell, which is the hashtag which is going around, then please do get onto the right petition. Okay. And uh, how many thousands did they have on the, the, the change.org one? Which is I being think it's already out. gone to over 300,000. Yeah, so now we're, we're trying to get the same thing happening again. Everybody around the world, you need to get onto the right one. Yeah. Um, I know I've posted, I think I sent it to you and you've posted it as well, haven't yes, you? Yes, yes. 
Yes. Okay, so and and everyone's getting on board. I think WWF yep. came out yesterday. Um, the musician Jeremy Loops, he's mm-hmm. going totally viral on Instagram, and the youth, you you know, the youth delivered a memorandum in Durban a few days ago. Good. A whole load of youth groups got together, so everybody's doing their bit. And I was quite interested to see that there were, what, 11 petrol station owners who said they're not taking Shell petrol anymore, even if it's going to put themselves out of business. <laughs> so it doesn't really help to boycott the actual um, service station because those are independent people. So you're just hurting the person who owns it. What did the franchisees? So, yeah, that doesn't help. We have to actually kind of do it politically and do it properly. So frack off, Shell. We're not interested in you. <laughs> All right. Okay, so what have you got coming up when it comes to entertainment what if, what can people from overseas be watching well well it's oh oh the um the wife the yeah. wife is really good and very south african i did not put together what what they could watch this week i'm really <gasps> sorry how terrible sorry. i was trying to get <laughs> no you know what? i was trying to get my kids to watch um feel a second you know on on yes. the because it was on there as well because it was one of their set work books for the years but they're like mom we're tired we can't think in afrikaans anymore at the moment anyway so that, that we don't have to worry about that anymore okay but, but the show max show max have got a, a two-for-one deal for for locals not for expats is that right correct correct and it's on until the 9th of december Really good, and it, and it's all of it. Showmax Pro, all of them. The, the, mm-hmm. There's the two for one, and then I was just going to say wherever you are in the world, and I know if you're in South Africa, you can watch it on Showmax, but um, the rest of us can watch it on Amazon. No, sorry, HBO probably. Succession. Mm-hmm. Succession is just so good and so addictive. So um, oh, maybe I'll give that a look. All right, and what have you got coming up? Um, something fantastic. It is some South Africans in England who are really cleaning up. They've sort of got franchises going with a a company called Fantastic Services. They are cleaning South African homes. They are selling franchises to other South Africans who want an easy easy business to buy. You know, that's kind of you know within twenty four hours you can have your website up. Etc. Etc. Oh wow! Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So the cleaners. Yeah, yes. yeah, yes, yes. Okay. And you, I see right down at the very bottom here, you have something about William Kentridge with a vinyl color. When you cover, no, I, mean, I love vinyl. We're going to find out just how much just now. What is that about? Well, it just came in before we started our podcast. So I don't have all the details, but basically it's the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra and the Cape Town Opera who've got together for all the artists who have suffered so much over the last two years and who've been silenced. And they've come up with the release of a new album, which is Kwaka, which, which means the silence mm-hmm. in and so so they're saying to everybody please download Quaker the silence on Spotify because even though you don't have to pay every time you play this Mm. royalties will be sent to the musicians Mm. and on top of that you can also be donating by bidding in the auction for 40 one of 40 of the vinyl covers which have been specially designed by William Kentridge, which, you know, one of South Africa's top artists, yeah. internationally famous. Well, I don't so, know if I can afford we'll that. To, 
We'll have the details on the site. Fantastic. So, of course, yeah, that's on sapeople.com. And that's the place where you'll find all of this wonderful information. And, um, oh, by the way, Jenny, somebody's just been asking if they can come and join us in the room. And it's a good surprise, a big surprise. And a very warm welcome to the singer from... Mango Groove. <laughs> Claire from Mango Groove. Yes, she's in the room with us hey right guys. now. Claire, how are you? I'm okay. I'm hanging in. And how are you? How are you both? We, we, well, good? you know, Jenny in France, me here. What can I say? Life is good. Except she's wearing a polo <laughs> neck and I'm kind of like wearing a vest. <laughs> Exactly. Very different weather. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, what, what has been happening in the world of Claire Johnson? What has been going on in the last two years? Well, not much. I think you're probably both very aware of the fact that the entertainment industry has been one of the hardest hit globally and obviously in South Africa massively too. So it's been a very difficult time. I'm not sure a lot of people understand the extent of it. But we literally, I mean, I was so excited last week. We had our first Mango Groove gig in 19 months. So it was a huge deal. It was very emotional. I burst into tears when I saw everybody. It was so, so special. And then, of course, um, we had a couple more gigs coming up towards the end of the year. So super excited and with this new variant with Omicron. We've had one of them postponed. Oh. And now we're hoping we've got one in Lesotho on Boxing Day. We're hoping that doesn't get postponed too or cancelled. So, yeah, just to sum up, it's been tough. And I've been busying myself with I've been doing a life coaching course um, to try and distract myself. I haven't felt creative. And I think a lot of so-called creative people haven't felt their best selves for obvious reasons. Yeah, shame, man. And obviously no international travel. I mean, when was the last time that you guys did like a really, really big gig? Literally before everything got shut down, we did a fantastic, huge festival in Cape Town. And we were looking forward to a brilliant 2020, as we all were. And then, of course, slam, everything got slammed shut and the world changed. And I suppose we should just celebrate the fact that we're still here, those of us who've made it, and hopefully we're a little bit more resilient. And, and that those are good things to, to be, you know, to be yeah. here and to be resilient. <laughs> it's a good start. And, and if you can't do more shows in the near future, would you think about doing another album? I know we would. We would definitely do that. But, you know, the funny thing with, with, with albums is shows sell albums and, in fact, finance albums. You know, gone are the days where you'd, you'd sort of have a gold album quickly just because of radio play. You actually mostly get your, your music sold when you do a gig. People buy merchandise and it, it inspires people to then download your music. So it's a difficult thing. That's sort of relationship between. Did you make two. more money when you were selling records and CDs rather than like this whole download and streaming and stuff? Probably, probably. I mean, Mango's always been a bit, quite a heavy, a heavy beast because there are eleven of us and we're 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 an expensive thing, both live and in terms of royalties. It's you know no one's no one gets very rich on it. But yes, I mean it's much more difficult for musicians these days with streaming. It's just not the way it once was. Did you, did you see Adele has released her album with vinyl? Oh, yes, absolutely. That's, but that's a wonderful thing. That becomes like a little kind of keepsake that people like to have. But still, by and large, people are mostly downloading music. And I don't think they're understanding the extent to which it impacts the artists that they love when you just stream something 
uh, casually and you know it's just a different it's a different beast well I don't stream music I don't download onto my phone at all I still play <laughs> vinyl I play cassettes in my car that's brilliant and I have oh, all brilliant. my CDs <laughs> so I'm not yeah, I refuse to get on board with it because I'd rather go out and actually buy a CD but it's difficult to buy records and CDs these days and you guys don't it get the is. money because it's usually second hand stuff now anyway well, there's a bit of that, and I mean, for for instance, me. I mean, I do download, but I I down I try and download the full album the way I would have bought an album. I now try and download the thing because I assume that certainly with a lot of artists there is a structure, there's a journey with an album. You know, sometimes it's just you'll just download the one song, but by and large, I'll try and just commit to the full <laughs> the full <laughs> and, thing. And Claire, during lockdown, for lots of us expats, your albums. Oh, so feel good like you know so we yeah, would often just you. play play your albums is there anything that Lovely. you play of your own to never. to feel good never no. never never ever uh, what i do love is performing with mango which i did last week and it was incredible it was incredible where love was every that? second it was for the u.s um chamber of commerce it was just it wasn't a huge event it was a select number of guests, but they went mad and we all went mad. We all just, you know. Must have been a relief to be performing so again as well. I mean, sheesh, and, I can well that, imagine. that fear, and that fear of, can I still do this? Do I still have, have it in me? Mm. And it, have you say for all of us, it was there in bucket loads. <laughs> How long has Mango Groove yeah. actually been together for? 36 years. No way. 36 years. Yeah. All still yeah. the same members? No, because um, when I joined the band when I was 17, um, our oldest member was 64. So, you know, people have passed on. Mm. And what we've done is over the years, we just keep bringing in new people. So it's the core of it. It keeps feeling the same. Three of us go back to the 80s. Um, but the rest, our most recent member is, I think, four, has been with us about four years. That's the most recent edition. Okay. That's like Skabenga the cat. You know, Skabenga Adam Shranga Rocks is very famous around the world. And Skabenga I've just heard gets. Of Skabenga. Yeah, Skabenga just gets replaced every time Skabenga. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> it's Skabenga Mark II. I never II. thought about it like that. I love it. I love it. Skabenga Manga. <laughs> okay, so what is coming up in the future for you? I mean, did you at any stage have any plans? before all of this happened to go and perform overseas? Um, I mean, I'm sure that there would be so many expats who would just love to see well, Mango Groove traveling again. Absolutely. I mean, the last two years that have been, there were all sorts of grand plans that just haven't happened. So, you know, the hope is that you literally just defer the plans. So the plan would be to, for instance, go to Australia, to the UK. You know, that would be, that's definitely how we see our future rolling out. Hoping short term for the Sutu gig to happen, <laughs> which mm. is very soon. And then beyond that, um, we're working on some legacy projects, you know, sort of Mango Groove documentary, maybe even a Mango Groove sort of, sort of musical drama type thing. There are all sorts of ideas that are looking pretty promising. So that's great because that's, um, that's exciting and it pushes, it just keeps the sort of legacy going. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think when you're doing that, you should let me come and interview you while we walk around Parkhurst Primary School and Greenside High School because we both I went to it. those schools. <laughs> because... I think that I'm going to hold you to that now. I'm going to hold you to that. I'd be quite happy to do it. I'm very nostalgic. I'm, very, I'm quite a sentimental, I'm one of those sentimental people who gets all sort oh, of me you too. Know, worked up. The memories, you're all the same. Yeah, I'm exactly well, the same. Yeah, well, thank you so much for, for coming and chatting no, to us. And I'm you. sure that people would love to be hearing you. But what we're going to ask you oh, is... You choose a song, introduce it, tell us about it that you're yes. going to play out with today. 
fantastic. And my mind immediately goes to a song that's relatively recent for us. It's a song called Faces to the Sun. It's the title track of our uh, most recent album, Faces to the Sun. And it's a song about celebration, positivity, looking upwards, feeling hopeful. So I'd like to dedicate that to all of us in, in hopes of you know better days ahead, which of course there will be. There will be. I love it. Thank Thanks, you so very Claire. much, Claire. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Look after yourself. We're keeping fingers crossed that your Lucy 2 thing still happens, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All right. You. And I'll catch you out on a walk one morning. And here we go with Faces to the Sun. Thank you very much for joining us. Jenny, we'll see you again next week. And, of course, um, you can join us week after week after week for all the best news and everything that's hot and happening here and around the world in the South African milieu. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Mel. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. We took a slow road to the coast Trying to find a reason for the things that matter most And as the dawn became Bear to feel the pain or count the cost.